Hi, I'm Andy. Welcome to our inaugural face-to-face, coast-to-coast, from-home episode. Yep, it's a little different than some of the adventures you're used to seeing. But until we can safely get out and about again, we've adapted to some new protocols, and it's working out just fine. Today, we have the honor of speaking with Lou Dement, owner of Giovanni Foods, a third-generation family-owned and operated food and beverage company based in upstate New York. Listen as Lou and I hone in on our biggest leadership learnings of 2020 and how we shifted our focus to what matters most. Lou, top of the morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking the time for our inaugural face-to-face, coast-to-coast, from-home series. Yes, I'm honored. I mean, I'm in my basement, you know. This is uh, my mother's apartment. She's down in Florida, but I'm I'm here occupying her space. You know, it's ironic, right, because our series is called Face-to-Face, Coast-to-Coast, so it's re- it really should be like screen-to-screen right now. Yeah, well, this is the, the life we're living. I know it's, you know, 12 hours of, of Zoom is really what people are getting used to, but it's it's our way of yeah. connecting, so I, I appreciate it. I mean, here's where I wanted to go. We share, obviously, the, you know, the, the bond of uh, multi-generational companies. You know, you being third generation, we're fourth generation here, my nephew's generation five. It's amazing. Um, but what I honestly don't know, and I kind of want to share, is a little bit of the backstory of where, you know, where Giovanni got started. Yeah, it was my my grandfather, my grandmother, my great-aunt Conchetta uh, started uh, Dement's Bar and Grill in, in Oswego, New York, over 80 years ago. It started as a tavern in the steamship town, serving drinks, and then people started asking for food, and that's when my grandmother, my great-aunt Conchetta, said, well, we'll make our family recipe uh, pasta sauce, and that's really where it got started and it moved from the bar to the to the basement to the garage and then they they built a facility uh, in the 50s to start bottling dements pasta sauce which is obviously my my last name and uh, in the 70s my dad took it over from my grandfather and saw an opportunity to go for a, a more value driven sauce which was the luigi giovanni sauce uh, it was, uh, you know, rather than a couple dollars a jar, it was like 49 cents a jar. And that was when my dad sold his first truckload of pasta sauce, was in the 70s. Mm. So we, we, he changed the name to Giovanni Foods after the Luigi Giovanni name. He didn't want to ruin the dements reputation of having, you know, such a high-end sauce. So that's how, how he sold it to my granddad. And then a few years later, he got involved in doing private brand products. And I watched it grow Next door, I, our, we had a little apartment right next door to the plant, and that's where I I would go in and just watch. I was mesmerized by you know like people watch how things are made. Well, I had that next door when I was a little kid. Were you putting sauce in, in boxes and stuff like that? Kind of like I was putting labels in boxes. Yeah, I mean, I from you know from two, three, four years of age, you know, you'd I'd always get a little bit more responsibility, you know, whether it was cleaning dishes or stuff like that, but. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that I was that passionate about it back then until I had to do an interview with my mom. And my mom was like, yeah, I would bring him in there and hold him. And he'd watch things being produced in the pasta sauce plant. And he would cry when he left. So <laughs> so I, how embarrassing for me. But it, it just, you know, I think that that passion grew at a, a very early age. And you can see that with with the multi-generational family businesses. Well, if you were anything like me, then if you, after school, you know, I was still kind of scratching my head at like what, what I wanted to do. It So when you were going through high school and college, were you uh, were you thinking, you know, about the family business or or like did you ha- did you have any pressure on you from dad? 
I mean, there was no said pressure. I, I think I just, I really wanted it. I mean, I did nights, weekends, holidays, summers. I, I was always working, working for my father. You know, even in, in college, I, you know, I would help him fix his inventory problems and go do physical inventories. And, and right after college, I, I went to work for Cisco Foods using my computer skills. So I, I managed their network and all of their laptops and their servers and, and so forth out of college. And then two years later, my, my dad, yeah, asked if I wanted to join the company because he got involved in the USDA Food for Kids program and it, it kind of skyrocketed the volume of our business. And he, it was more than he could manage on his own. When my dad asked me to start working for him, I said, I have one condition. As long as I don't lose my dad relationship, I'm in. You know, that was the one condition. I should have talked salary because it was less than I was making at Cisco, but, <laughs> you know, but it, I think it worked out. I mean, there was definitely trying times, but I look yeah. back on it as one of the better decisions I made in my life. So how many years did you get to overlap with your dad? About 10. So that's a good run. I mean, my run was, was five years before dad wow. retired. In your case, you lost your dad. Almost 14 years ago, 13 and a half years ago. Uh, yeah, he passed away. It was a sudden situation. We just moved into a new facility. We moved from Oswego to, to Liverpool, a few thousand square foot facility to a 60,000 square foot building. And uh, about a year, year and a half later, he, he passed away of a brain aneurysm just all of a sudden. So immediately I was thrust into the, the leadership role, which, you know, I wanted really bad, but, uh, you know, it was really, it, it you missed that you know, the experience and, you know, just the, the security of, of, of my father, you know, so that was an extremely trying time. I thought we nearly lost the business a few times, uh, you know, through, through that time, but thankfully, I, you know, I was able to find some, some great people to come, come help me out. It's kind of heartwarming to hear that at least he, he was a part of that major expansion then. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he, in some ways was so excited, but in other ways he was, he was kicking and screaming, not wanting to go, uh, it was it was tough because I couldn't wait to bet the farm, and he was at the age uh, of about sixty two where he's ready to, you know, take you know take it easy. He really really wanted it, so I I do think that it was it was a blessing that he was able to see it grow into that yeah. new facility. Uh, you know, I always walk around with my mom now and just say, if only Dad could see it now. You know, thank God. You know, yeah. I, I pray that he is looking down on on us and seeing that yeah. because it's you know it's stuff he and I would talk about you know, seeing conveyors convey everything rather than guys carrying everything, you know, it's a pretty, pretty cool moment to, you know, to see that look in my mom's eyes when I walk her through, you know. So I got to say, in my experience here at DWS, I, I've been a part of one move and it was a monster and not distance wise. I mean, it was only, you know, less than a mile from uh, the, the older facility, but we more than doubled the space, moving the equipment. You know, you've done it three or more times, I'm always impressed when you look calm and collected after these moves. It's an act. It's a complete act. <laughs> <laughs> we have a great team. I mean, I, uh, I obviously didn't do a lot of the heavy lifting. You know, our operations team uh, did a great job, but my team did it in, in, a, in an only about seven months uh, to rebuild the current facility, make it capable to do wet products, which, you know, put drains in the floors and clean rooms and so on and move three production lines. And I, I've seen it. It's, it's just, it's amazing, but really where you've taken the company. And I can, uh, I can tell you, I certainly believe, you know, your dad is, is uh, shining brightly, you know, um, Amen. Thank you. watching this evolution. You know, I was thinking when, when the first connection with DWS came along, it was actually before I even joined the company. When my brother Tom joined in the late 80s, I think it was 87. 
um, you know, my dad and my uncle were running the show and Tom was fresh out of uh, Villanova. They handed him a stack of index cards and, you know, Giovanni Foods w was on there and your, your dad's name and a phone number and an address. And, um, you know, so Tom picked up the phone and got himself an appointment, you know, met uh, met your dad, Jack. He, he quoted on some business, but I was I know it wasn't until a little bit later in the 90s when, you know, our connection really you know, evolved. It was really about like that connection of the, the family business that we had, we could call, <laughs> pick up the phone and call, you know, the ownership and be like, Hey, we really need the, this support or this help or this quick turnaround order. And, 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 you know, back then we didn't manage inventory very well at all. <laughs> so we, we had a lot of those moments and, uh, and the quality of the, of the labels. I, I remember, um, you know, we were consistently having cutting issues that would affect our labeler. Uh, so that was something that, that, you know, I mean, inside each box, I don't know if you're st still doing this or it's some barcode now, but we would get yeah. the, the person's name and we'd feel good that this was cut right and stacked right and, and would work yeah. right, you know, and, um, it, it really became a good, a good relationship because there was that support there, um, that we didn't have with our other company. We definitely got into new, new media, new pressure sensitive and so forth. So it's, uh, yeah. definitely yeah. changed the game, which is, you know, a testament to your capability and how you've grown, uh, those capabilities. It used to be just, you know, from my perspective, it was just cut and stack, you know, go to one side labels, you know, pretty, yeah. pretty simple, stupid stuff. You know, we've, uh, definitely upgraded that that capability you know I, I was just reflecting on our past and how we've gotten to this point together uh, I think you'll remember the the national rollout of a national brand you know it was our, our first contract with a, a national brand and they came to me and said you know I really want to do this fancy label with this matte black and this this foil like illuminating out of the yeah. I think it was a yeah. like a barbecue brush and yep. uh and I'm like, Andy, can you help us out with this? And <laughs> and you you guys knew how to do it. And I was like, it gave me such confidence in that relationship with the, this new opportunity. I felt like it was a coming of age for our company, you know, for us, because I had never done a relationship like that that required, I mean, the contract was <laughs> was massive and the commitment was was great. Yeah. I had to invest in a tremendous amount of equipment and uh, they, they support us in that. And then to be able to provide them, you know, with the, the, the finishing touch, the label uh, that, that matched their, their image, I think really upped our game. And it was great to have you as a partner, you know, you know, as I was reflecting on a relationship, I think that's really was a, was a, a turning point uh, for us. And I also think about yeah. when you guys needed to, to buy a new, uh, press you're like hey you know would you mind getting on contract with us i'm like wait we got a handshake <laughs> and uh well, it, yeah and, no it's and, a two-way street and, and uh, then that, that's you know it's what we're doing with our partners too it's helped us grow and and i was very proud and i'm not in a, like a proud kind of cocky way but proud to be a partner with you to help you develop and grow your business too so that was it's it's i think those relationships and like family businesses that uh that that are just different that that have that warm and fuzzy feeling that you can't explain. And, and um, so I really appreciate your support and partnership over the years. It's having each other's back, you know? Yeah, no matter what. Let's talk about now where 2020 brought us. It's crushed so many businesses. I mean, I have personal friends in the restaurant business and entertainment business. I mean, they're almost bleeding out. And then there's other people, you know, the, the essential companies, um, which is where, you know, Giovanni comes in. You know, you're making the food products that get on the store shelves. 
we're making the labels that are on those those products on the store shelves and our sales are climbing have, they've been climbing all year your sales with with us have tripled in one wow. year did you know that <laughs> I, I i did not know that it was a triple effect but it's yeah. you know our our sales are, are probably about you know 40 percent uh growth and i think that you know clinging on to that essential workforce created a lot of pride with our with our folks uh, all of our employees stepped up to the challenge and we put out more product in, <laughs> in eight hours a day than, than we ever have. So, yeah, and I, I think, you know, there was also a sense of, of OK, well, how do we keep it a sense of, uh, of calm? You know, we did for I guess it was, I don't know, maybe 60 straight days, um, an initiative called Daily Optimism. And mm -hmm. uh, initially I was doing it. Um, pushing something out, whether it's just even an inspirational quote or a photo of, of something. It wasn't heavy, um, you know, just something. It was just called Daily Optimism. And I started doing it. And then after about, I don't know, 20 days or so, um, I said, you know what? These guys don't want to hear from me every day. <laughs> so we're going <laughs> to let's pass the torch. So we actually had each employee, um, you know, take a turn for their Daily Optimism. And you wouldn't you wouldn't believe some of the, you know, amazing stories we heard things I never knew and things, you know, the, the group never knew about, you know, the employee Michelle, you know, and her, her backstory with her, her son. And the stories went on and on and on. And, you know, Tom wrote the last one just as kind of a summary. And it was just beautiful. It was something small that I think every day was just like a little light. And, you know, it, it we all learned a little bit more about each other, you know, that's great. It was cool. We try to start, uh, most of our meetings with a, what we call a positive focus. Yeah. So everyone has to go around and, and, and share just anything, you know, anything positive, because that I believe that, you know, when you start from a position of gratitude, I think it changes the whole conversation. Even if you have to talk about some really hard stuff, I think it changes, changes the game. So yeah. Congrats for doing that. that whatever, that's, that's yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. we'll push through. I mean, how are you holding up personally? And, you know, were there any revelations along the way? Because I know I've had a revelation, um, but I'd like to hear yours from a really, you know, fucked up year. Yeah. You can edit that. <laughs> you can, but I don't think you should because it's, that, I, that's kind of defines it, right? I mean, I think my personal standpoint is, you know, to be revealing, I, it's been very, very stressful. You know, I thought I, I had a good foundation to be able to handle a tremendous amount and it's it's exposed a lot of our uh, opportunities for improvement and you know one of the biggest thing things that we need to work on and 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 the operation side is our is our process we're really good at scaling like this you know just little by little uh bit by bit and we had to scale tremendously and i you know in mixed company it's hard to like you and i have the similar experience we our our sales are growing tremendously it's it's hard to share that with a lot of people because you know the pain that they're going through, but our pain is different. I'm, I'm trying to work with our crew and help them realize that they can do so much more with less effort given mm -hmm. certain methodology. And, and I realized we, we needed more who's so, uh, you know, it's like whoville, right? So you always, yeah. you know, so yeah. it's, and it's no knock on our current people, you know, the people that we've had work for us so long, it's just, we need to implant some new, some new ideas, um, and, and bring new talent in. And, and that's really been something that, that I realized that, that we're really weak on. And, and it's, 
you know, ex- exposed that opportunity. I think that we're going to have transformational growth and we're going to have not just necessarily from a, you know, sales volume standpoint, but growth from a, a capabilities and um, strength from bench, from the people. And I, you know, I, I was, I just announced a new employee that starts next week and I was sharing that with some people and I'm like, do you have any fear with this? And, you know, you can see some angst in their eyes. Like, is this jeopardize my position? I'm like, this is your opportunity to learn from this individual and grow. I mean, our company is growing. We need everybody here. Nobody's going anywhere. You know, we just need to find new talent. And I, I go through this program called uh, Strategic Coach. It's it's quarterly. You know, obviously now it's it's a, a virtual class, but it's really helped me understand you know my unique ability, which is developing relationships and and growing the business and so forth. You know, I, it's what I love to do. You know, it's what gets me up in the morning. And I never really understood why they said part of my direct contacts, my my focus was my my employees. I thought it should be new opportunities and sales and, you know, getting out there. And I think through this time, I realized it should have been first on my list, not second, the employees. And I've really, over the last several months, because I've, I've had to be in the plant uh, working more because I can't go anywhere. I've really got to know a lot of our people uh, one-on-one, face-to-face and understand what's mm-hmm. making them tick and and what their what their fears are, what their aspirations are. Uh, and it's really been rewarding for me to be able to spend that time with our, our label operators, our, you know, our, yeah. our, our spice techs. One example is, is uh, Brianna. You know, she was struggling in, in the position she was in. And I just brought her in my office, sat down and talked to her. We both realized we both played lacrosse. And, you know, I found out that she's really interested in, in safety. You know, she wants to be more involved in safety and helping the plant get uh, go to new levels and that. So we now have a safety manager. We, we had not had that before. We just, our HR manager handled that. So she's now going to be grooming her to be, you know, like safety manager in training. She's like realizing, you know, what, what matters to her. She's more valuable to us. She's, you know, making more money and she has a career path. Um, so I just think that, I guess it's not necessarily an aha moment other than the realization that, you know, we have to do more of that. So I I need to spend more time mentoring and, and working with our supervisors and so forth and, and, and realizing those opportunities for people because the, the people that are struggling in our business that aren't, you know, don't seem like they're really engaged. I think the, those are the raw material for for uh, really realizing who might be able to be in a different seat. You know, I have another individual that that was working in a couple of different positions in the warehouse and, and he was he he was ready to leave. So we sat down and have a conversation with him, and he uh, is now doing a great job in quality. He just shifted to another seat, and he loves it, absolutely loves it. So it's just like, you know, unique abilities of people and finding out what they're really passionate about uh, changes the game, you know. And I, I think that that's, that's, that's one of the things um, that I've really been, been focusing on because, I, you know, it, it, I wouldn't have had the opportunity otherwise. You know, I would be out. You and I would be at a food show right now. We'd be, you know. Yeah. Visiting with a customer, you know, and right, right. So it's a blessing in disguise, you know. You know, it's interesting you talk about strategic coach because my brother Tom had embraced that, and he would bring those learnings, you know, back here to the to the group and share. And we talk about things like unique ability. Um, really? Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I mean, he was all about, you know, continuous improvement, both personally and professionally and, and sharing the knowledge. I could totally empathize with where you're coming from. You stole my thunder a little bit because, <laughs> because my, my learning is a hundred percent about, you know, uh, appreciating the, the people, you know, behind the curtain, you know, that, that, uh, Forgive the pun, but like make the sauce, right? <laughs> Your guys are making the sauce. Our guys are making the labels and, uh, you know, and they, they showed up every day. They showed up and they got the job done. And, uh, you know, I hope they know that I appreciated them before 2020, but they sure as hell know that I appreciate them now. Um, you know, it was, it, it was enlightening. It was kind of that aha moment, you know, like these are, these are the people that, that really matter. And there are some stories that I've learned just about, you know, you, similar to like, you know, Brianna, et cetera. You know, I've had some really good one-on-ones recently with our, our crew. You know, it's a guy who's, he's been saving up to buy a house and he said, it's, it's happening. You know, my dream is coming true. And, wow. you know, it was just really, it was really awesome. It was cool. I had no idea. Yeah. But you wouldn't have known if you didn't invest the time. So, you know, that's, that's awesome because that's, yeah. I think, you know, like I, when I started working for my father, I, I wanted to make sauce for a living. I didn't even know what that meant. You know what I mean? And, and now, uh, looking back, I would have to take a phone call every Monday. The guys would call in, you know, this is 20, whatever years ago. Do we have any work this week? No, oh, we got two days of production. We got one day, you know, some days, some weeks we didn't have any production. And I thought, you know, I just wanted to grow to grow, you know, cause that's what you learn and, you know, Grow or die, that kind of thing. But when I was forced to look back and, and reflect on it, the reason why we're, we've grown so much is because we needed a sustainable, sustainable work. You know, we uh, to be able to tell people you you have a forty hour a week job and good pay, and every year you know we try to you know raise raise everybody up, and you know we want good livable wages for everybody. That's what you know changed the game. That's what dri- has driven us is not having to receive that phone call. Do we have any work this week? I mean, I remember seeing one guy collecting bottles and cans on the side of the road and then coming to work for me, you know, a couple of days later. And I'm, you know, it's just, so that's what drives it. You know, it's, it's uh, the people and, and, you know, to hear about those experiences and see a new car show up in your parking lot because they've been saving up and, and working their tails off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, Starting a second shift, we, we were all always, you know, one shift, five, six days a week. And, uh, you know, we'll have more sustainable work, a better work-life balance. Because, you know, whenever we would uh, have our first shift, folks, we just keep them longer because we already made the sauce. So we got to bottle it. Now right, we'll, have, right. we'll be able to structure their time better. Um, we have some tremendous new relationships and, and partnerships that are, are growing. Um, and it's, it's beyond just the covid uh, related uh, increase. And, and that was kind of like the triple effect. You know, we had a lot of new relations start, starting and and the volume from COVID all hit at once, which created all this strain on capacity for us. So that's been the struggle. But I think looking forward, uh, you know, the capacity that we're building in the new equipment we're getting and, and so forth is really going to make us just a rock solid place and, and, and really be able to enjoy our jobs. So uh, thank God we're very, we're very fortunate. We just have to stick our nose to the grindstone for the next three, four months. And I think we'll, you know, we'll all pull through this better. You know, I think that uh, what we've learned together, you know, and and what we've talked about is really going to make us have a very strong foundation going forward. And I think as we reflect on this in a few years, we'll be like, wow, 
Look what we have accomplished. And I think, you know, just in you talking about that, I think it'll be important for us to even now help people realize what they've gone through even three months ago to give them an understanding of what their capabilities are. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think anybody knew they could do what they did. Yeah. The last nine months. Well, it's empowering. Yeah. Yeah. It's empowering. Right. Yeah. All we can do is worry about our little yeah. spheres, yeah. but hopefully, you know, like what we're building is, uh, is going to help others too, you know? So like you said, you know, yeah. where do your, where your labels go, help other people to help sustain their jobs. You know, if we couldn't, if we didn't have any labels, I, I wouldn't yeah, be putting yeah. sauce up, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so we're, yeah. we're in this together, my friend. You know what I saw? I saw a quote uh, come in um, on an order acknowledgement from a vendor. And it said, uh, it said, thank you for your order. Your business has helped keep 47 Americans employed. And it was really cool. Um, you know, I was thinking of even plagiarizing it. <laughs> but Well, that's the best way to compliment people is to copy yeah, them, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. So it was just, it was a nice little snippet. So anyway, um, on that note, thanks again, Lou. Thank you for your business. Thank you for your partnership. And uh, uh, onward. Yeah, onward. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, Andy. Hope you enjoyed our discussion and it got your wheels turning about your own learnings from this challenging year. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next time on Face to Face, Coast to Coast.